Welcome to the Ready Eddy Podcast, where we help you discover innovative startups in the outdoor sport industry. Join us as we tell the story of brands who are paving the way for the future of outdoor sports. And here's your host, Josh Salvo. Hey, Ready Eddy Podcast listeners. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to shine the spotlight on our membership program. With it, you can get up to 50% off our brands, discover dozens of new innovative outdoor startups, receive first access to new products, gain access to ambassador programs for over 50 of our startups, and receive first access to purchase demo and trade show gear at 30 to 60% off. Head to readyyeti.com slash members to sign up. What is going on, Ready Eddie Podcast listeners? Josh Sabo here, your host. And on today's episode, I'm sitting down with the founder of Tree Tribe, Joe Lannon. Um, Joe, thank you for taking the time to uh, chat with me. Right on, man. Thank you. It's great to meet you finally. Yeah, exactly. We've uh, known each other so for so long via email. It's uh, good to uh, <laughs> finally chat with you um, over Skype. Internet buddies. Exactly, exactly. Um, so for the listener that may not be familiar with Tree Tribe, you guys are a pretty unique uh, company. You um, are pretty focused on giving back, modeling after the Patagonia and Tom's kind of companies with a, with a social mission. Um, so you guys mm-hmm. obviously offer wooden bamboo sunglasses along with um, stainless steel water bottles and other accessories and and apparel, your lifestyle brand. And for every product sold, you plant 10 trees. And you guys have, since you started, planted over 80,000 trees. It's a pretty awesome accomplishment. I'm sure you're pretty um, excited and proud of that. And um, so I wanted to ask you right off the bat how you got started with this and what really made you decide to start Tree Tribe. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, and, and thanks. You, you nailed it perfectly. Like we really, the social enterprise is a passion of mine and that's kind of why Tree Tribe was actually born. The The seed was planted many years ago uh, when I lived in San Diego. I just, I kind of developed a really uh, minimalist attitude and, and, and got um, fascinated by eco-friendly materials and uh, spent a lot of time alone in nature, just really appreciating the earth. And and I was just getting, you know, kind of the entrepreneurial mindset at the time. And so um, what really happened was I wanted to start a business that gave back to the earth. And to me, I didn't know what that business would be or where it would end up. Um, and, you know, at the time, I didn't really have too much business experience, but I was getting back into, um, you know, the online world. Um, studying business, et cetera. Um, pretty much I was kind of a hippie that developed some tech skills. And then, you know, over the course of a couple years, I got into a few projects. I was always searching for that passion project, but never really connected the dots. Um, and then I think the final piece was um, I left the U.S. in um, January 2015 and moved to Chiang Mai, Thailand, which is kind of known as uh, the digital nomad hub of the world. Uh, and it's pretty much, you know, the community, uh, digital nomads, people that, uh, work remotely and travel, uh, and just a really open and sharing environment. And there I kind of cracked the last few pieces of what I needed to do to, uh, to start a business like this. And it was essentially, um, you know, finding, 
finding suppliers, uh, you know, and people that make eco-friendly products and, and bringing these to life. So that was kind of the whole long journey. The seed was planted a while ago, and it just needed a couple pieces to go. And then once I kind of struck the chord with the idea, uh, I just went full force on it. That's so interesting. So w- tell me a little bit about your upbringing. What got you so involved in, I guess, one, traveling, and the second, um, sustainability and you know, focus on having a social mission that Tree Tribe has? Uh, yeah, well, growing up, I, I grew up in a, a small town in Illinois, about 5,000 people that uh, nobody's really even heard of if you're in Illinois, mm-hmm. but it's called Spring Valley. Um, right, uh, you know, on a river, we had some forest land. Um, I'm really thankful uh, my parents uh, took us camping a lot when we were kids. Um, and you know, they had appreciation for the outdoors. So I think that was, uh, kind of instilled at me in a young age. Um, and then, you know, I was, you know, just growing, growing up in Illinois and then I moved to California, I was 23 and, and that's where things really clicked on a higher level for me. I, I really felt that's where I got a deeper connection, uh, with the earth and, and, and my mission in life. Uh, and so, uh, that's, you know, I spent a lot of time in nature appreciating that's where that kind of came from. And, uh, the social, that social aspect, you know, I'm just, I, I'm the type of person, you know, I like people, I like, you know, positive energy, you know, that kind of just spreading the love, feeling good. And, and I read the, the, the part on that is I read one of my, one of my solo California road nature trips. Um, I read, um, start something that matters by Blake Mikoski, the founder of Tom's and, that was a, a key, a key piece in, in in the path that's brought me here because it really, it, it just felt so so good reading that story and like and just helping people and and using the power of, um, you know, commercial consumerism kind of to, to 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 give back and and I think that's just such a powerful concept because. Uh, we're always going to be buying things, uh, you know, that's not going away anytime soon. So, um, you know, the, the, being able to, to make positives out of that, I think is, is just such a cool concept. Right on. I totally agree with that. So you have been traveling since 2015 and running tree tribe. Well, what, what's that like your entire team? So there's five of you <laughs> and each of you are in a different place or some right now you're with one of your partners in Bali. Um, yes. so what, what's that been like running a business totally on the webs and sometimes not even with your partners? Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's both challenging and fun at the same time. Um, I, I'm the, I, I like to think kind of, um, you, on my own terms, you know, so I don't, you know, I don't necessarily think that, you know, Oh, you got to start a company and, and set up an office and, and, you know, have your physical address and stuff. I mean, not having a physical address is one of the challenging things for business and just for, uh, you know, personal as well. Um, just a lot of old government entities, they don't understand it kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, and being, you know, I love being around people, you know, cracking jokes, having fun, you know, going, you know, going on hikes and stuff. Um, so that that's one of the, the main challenges is not having that that collective energy in the same room at the same time. Uh, because when, you know, we're, we're five, our, our core team is five different people, me, Sharif, Chris, Victoria and uh, Sage. Uh, and we're from three different countries, uh, Latvia, Australia and the United States. Um, and so, you know, 
But most of us are traveling. Sharif Sharif stays, you know, he holds it down in, in New York City, uh, but he also gets out for a couple months a year. So, um, but yeah. So, anyways, like when 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 we do meet up, you know, um, it's that's when like I feel like that's where a lot of magic happens, and we just like get so so many more ideas and get excitement and really plan like the the bigger strategies and and, and ideas for the company and you know designing products and stuff like that. So. Um, it's awesome when we get together, and that's why I came down to, to Bali to hang with Chris here. He's, he's been here for a couple months. Um, previously, I was in, I've been in Chiang Mai for the last um, four months. Um, it's just a great community there and stuff. So um, even though that we're not all around each other on a team, you know, we use, uh, we use Slack to chat and communicate. Um, we have, uh, you know, Skype meetings here here and there and you know it's constant communication so uh, it's cool and we try to hang out whenever we can that's awesome so why why traveling what got you into the remote nomad or digital nomad however you want to explain it (laughs) the kind of lifestyle yeah man it's so weird because um i hadn't even i didn't even leave North America I, i never crossed an ocean until i left in 2015 so you know it was into my thirties. Um, you know, and I never left the United States technically until I left, until I moved to California and went to Mexico. Um, and you know, when I was living in California throughout my twenties, I I thought traveling had been cool, but I I really, man, like, I don't know how much time you spent like on the West coast, but there's just an insane amount of outdoor adventures and, and nature to explore there. You spent some time in California. A little bit, not as much as I'd like to. I've honestly, like every all of our subscribers, constantly remind me how much I need to get out to the Pacific Northwest in general. Oh man! <laughs> but it's, it's like, yeah, I've barely spent any time. Regretfully so. Yeah, it's just amazing. Like, there's you have every, you know, nearly every um, climate system, ecosystem, mountains, ocean, different forests, desert. Um, and you can really get lost. I mean, I still haven't even been to, you know, I lived in California for nine years. I haven't been to Yosemite Park, you know, like it's just another place. Like, you know, I mean, there's so many places, and so many things to do. Um, so I, I, you know, I thought about maybe checking somewhere else out in the world, but I was really just to me, like just disappearing for a week or two, uh, you know, hopping in my truck. I had a, a 92 Toyota pickup with a camper shell. And there was like a little carpet in the back. So, I mean, I would just load it up with, you know, guitar, sleeping bag, tent, food, you know, just all kinds of stuff and just, uh, you know, hit it on the road for, for a week or two. Um, t- to me, that was, I was fully satisfied on that. And then, you know, I, I was just living in this little beach cottage, um, block from the beach and ocean beach in San Diego. You know, it's a type of like, you know, no shoes, no shirt, it's all good type of community um, kicking back. And I was like, man, I could live here forever, but you know, I, I want to get out I want to see the world. So uh, that's actually where I made the goal was in San Diego. I I, I made it, this was probably six or six or seven years ago. Um, I made a goal and and what I want to do, I wanted to be self-employed, work from home and travel the world. And I just, kind of wrote down the action steps for that. And over the course of a few years, um, I was able to make that happen just by really sticking to that goal and, and, and paying attention to it. Um, so the, the, the thing that led me to traveling was, um, you know, I visited my friend in New York city for the first time ever. I didn't think I was going to like it, but I loved it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, you love New York. 
Um, so, so in San Diego, when I set that travel goal, I was like, you know what? I, I want to know what it's like to live in, in Manhattan. Like that's like a, just such a different life than I've ever experienced, you know, like living on, you know, the super kickback beach and growing up in a 5,000 person town in the Midwest. So I set a goal. I was like, I'm going to move to New York city for one to two years and then I'm going to bounce out. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I ended up staying, the first year was great. So I stayed there for two years and after two years I was like, okay, it's time, time to do this. And, uh, and that was, uh, when I left on January 5th, 2015, uh, which was perfect because it was freezing in New York. Um, <laughs> I, I, I sold everything. So I just had two backpacks, um, two backpacks and a dream. That's what I call it. And I had on my two backpacks and I had on pants and a light jacket and a couple shirts underneath. You know, it was, I mean, it had to be single digits Fahrenheit, you know, in New York that night. But I remember it's still clear to me. I was walking, I, I, you know, took, I was living, uh, where did I take it? Oh, I was staying at a friend's house in Queens. So I took the subway from Queens to the airport. Um, on the way in, you know, freezing ass, you know, but I was, I was walking, I was still on the streets and um, I already had a plan in my mind. I found a place to where, you know, um, there was like some foot traffic and, you know, kind of some homeless people um, hang out. And I took off my jeans and my jacket. I folded them up neatly. I set them like on a, a little um, concrete bench thing. And so I had shorts and a t-shirt walking to the airport. You know, they only got shorts there because I knew I bought a one-way ticket to Thailand and, you know, where it was 90 degrees at the time. So, <laughs> so I just kind of left. That was like the significance of leaving the old behind and, and, and having this new um, kind of freedom style. That's such a cool story. So did you have a plan when you got to Thailand? Did you ha- how was Tree Tribe off the ground at that point? No, it was, I had a loose plan. Um, you know, I was, so I've been into, you know, I was, I'm a freelance web developer for a few years. That was the skill that I sharpened, um, to make my, to make my, to make my goal happen to, um, work from home, be self-employed and travel. Um, cause there's always going to be a way to make money on the internet. So I was like, well, let me, let me do that. <laughs> um, so I had, you know, I had a couple steady clients and, I've, I've always been working on side projects. You know, that's my thing. Like even now with tree tribe, I have, you know, I don't put that much effort in my side products, but I do have like some ideas, you know, mostly focused around like social enterprise and writing and different things. Um, but at the time, so yeah, I was a web developer. I I'd built a web app before I built a mobile app that, that got zero traction. So I was <laughs> like, you know what? And, and that's kind of what brought me to the physical products. You know, I, I was like, I, I'd met some people in Chiang Mai, like my second week there, uh, there's a lot of cool meetups there. We just meet people with all these interesting stories and ideas and energy. Um, and I've met some people doing product businesses and I used to build things out of, out of bamboo and wood in my backyard. You know, I had a lot of tools, you know, I even had like just random tools like a Matic and, you know, like, you know, just different types of saws and, you know, I just goof around, make like bamboo you know, fencing swords, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I liked building, but the reason I never started a business like oh, I can't, I can't like build all this, and I didn't put the pieces together to to find people that are experts at building the things you want, find crafters, you know. So that barrier was kind of broken down. So that's what spawned the idea for um, for Tree Tribe there. But when I first got to Chiang Mai, I was just as a freelance web developer, and my main side project was I was building a web app that was going to 
help freelancers automate the their gig searching process. And I was essentially building because I wanted to ramp my freelance business up. Obviously, you know, um, in New York, I was I was uh, I was a part of a freelance web developer. You know, I worked from home part time, but then uh, three nights a week, I was also bartending. So I was still, you know, had a, this was my first time without a, a real job, you know, to where I was had to be self-sufficient. So I was like, I need to ramp up the freelance business. So I was building this app and then I kind of got the, the, uh, the product idea. And then that just, re- uh, you know, I was journaling at the time. So I was doing a lot of introspection and I was like, what am I really passionate about? And it, and it stirred up all the, the the San Diego memories of building stuff in the backyard and wanted to give back to the earth and, uh, you know, creating with eco-friendly materials. And then that, that kind of perfect storm formed. And then all of a sudden, you know, I was all in searching for products to do. And I, uh, a couple of weeks ago gone by, I hadn't written a line of code for my app. And that, that told me right there, you know, like, this is what you're passionate about, like do it. And then when everything kind of came together and, uh, you know, I got the products and ideas and like, oh, like plant trees. Uh, it, it, it was so exciting because I'd been searching for years to really to find a way to intersect passion uh, with business. And, and that's when I finally nailed it. So uh, I'm really, really grateful that, you know, the, the events that led up to, to me being able to, to find that. That's a great story. So you are living abroad and you're supporting yourself through your web development work and you, you've come up with this idea now to start Tree Tribe. So how did you take the idea from its inception to a profitable business online and selling a number of wooden sunglasses to be able to support you in, you know, whatever it is that you're doing in whatever location it is that you're living in. Um, yeah, well, it's, it all started with the product and and research, um, you know, being, being a web developer and, and, you know, dabble in some internet marketing, you know, I have a, I have a a decent amount of savvy online and I've been in e-commerce for a couple of years. Um, so pretty much I, uh, to, to me, I, I wanted, uh, you know, it wasn't like, oh my God, like bamboo sunglasses this is going to be, I mean, I was, I, I didn't know about bamboo sunglasses, honestly, until, uh, until I started to working with them. Um, because to, to, to me, I, you know, my main thing like tree tribe is, uh, is the vehicle, uh, for the mission. Um, and the products are like the passengers in that vehicle. So, um, you know, I, I knew I knew what I wanted to do with the mission. I knew I wanted it to be eco-friendly materials. I didn't yet know what the product was, so I started doing a lot of research online and kind of um, see what was new, what was trending, what cool eco products um, that I like that represent me um, and, and the vision. Um, so, you know, I just I really just started searching and um, uh, you know just googling all over the place, you know, talking to people. And eventually I happened to stumble on uh, bamboo sunglasses. And I was like, wow, that's awesome because like, I love bamboo, man. Like I used to grow bamboo, I build out of bamboo. Like, I, I, you know, I, I started a drop shipping store called hempandboo.com a long time ago. I didn't really do anything with it, but it just gives you an idea. Like I'll, I, like, hemp and bamboo are like my favorite materials. So, uh, I found them and then, you know, Pretty much once uh, I, I found that, I was like, okay, let me um, talk to people and make these. And so I, I just, you know, just Googled all the place and I hit up various, uh, different, various different suppliers 
um, from different parts of the world and just did some sampling, communication, and pretty much essentially, you know, with any product development, it comes down to, to finding someone that, that makes your product um, high quality, uh, you know, good people that develop a relationship and stuff. So um, once I had found uh, my supplier for that, then um, it was just a matter of um, kind of working out some sketches and, uh, you know, seeing what they were able to do and then and getting that first product uh, created. So once you had the, the product created, then what did you do? So once the product's created, um, I, you know, we ordered a few hundred of them at this point. And this is where my co-founder Sharif comes on board. Um, because so I, I, I kind of started this thing in like February ish. That's when the whole idea and the research, and I drew out this kind of you know, strategy in my head. And as I started getting more into it, I was like, Oh man, this, this could be big. Like, this is like a really cool opportunity um, to, to, to make a positive impact. So, you know, initially I didn't know if it was just going to be me, um, starting a small brand or starting some products, um, you know, uh, you know, selling them on Amazon and website. Uh, I didn't know where it was going to go, but the more I got deeper into it, the more I really saw the potential. And so I wanted to bring on a partner and, and I created uh, a list of pretty much you know, people. I wrote down a list of who I would want to partner in this business and, uh, and my friend Sharif from New York was at the top of the list. We'd always talked about going into business together. And, uh, you know, he's, he's like a brother to me. We're, we're on the same, same vibe, you know, just, uh, you know, we just like, uh, just all about the positive energy, just, just having fun, you know? Um, and, and he, he's down, you know, he vibes with, you know, helping, helping the world and stuff. So, um, so I asked him to, to jump on and, and he came on, um, and then, then there were the two of us, so putting, putting our heads together and, uh, it helped out a lot because I had just started the remote, uh, work lifestyle and, and I was, I loved it instantly. So I was dedicated to that. So having a partner with a physical location in the U S, um, that was key. So, um, uh, pretty much he's able to, to, to manage our inventory and, and store stuff at, at his house, uh, you know, and, and help with shipments and, and just any U S based stuff. So, um, yeah, coming back, you know, once we had the product created and, uh, you know, get production, um, we start preparing to build the website. Um, we launched on Amazon, um, because if you're, if you're into the product business, um, Amazon already has an entire marketplace an audience, people ready to buy, um, starting from scratch on a website, uh, can be pretty hard, which I'm sure you're familiar with, um, yeah. right? Just starting on a website and it's, you know, it takes some time. Uh, but with, with Amazon, you have an instant marketplace. So, um, uh, you know, we, we essentially, we finished production we had our marketing materials ready and, uh, I had really studied, you know, product launching and stuff. So we launched, uh, on Amazon, um, and we had our website going and, uh, you know, Sharif had all the products, uh, with Amazon FBA, you can send them right to Amazon's warehouse. When people buy them on Amazon, they get shipped. So he doesn't have to keep like, you know, hundreds of sunglasses laying around. Um, and, uh, you know, just the product launch and, and marketing. And, you know, that first month, um, you know, my hunch was right on the trend. And, and we sold, uh, you know, over, I think, like 360 units uh, that first month, which was June 2015. All through Amazon? 
yeah, I'm pretty sure through Amazon. I can't remember exactly when I had the website set up for e-commerce because it was first the landing page right. and then we converted it. But I, I'm gonna at least at least the majority was through Amazon. That's a great product validation right from the right from the start. Yeah, it was a gamble. I mean, it was, you know, because, you know, sunglasses aren't, you know, it takes some investment, you know, it's not a cheap product. Um, so I definitely, I kind of went all in <laughs> and uh, I'm really happy that, that it worked out and that I, that I made the decision on it. So you just, you leaned on the audience of Amazon to really help you guys get that start and prove the concept. Exactly. Yeah. Proof of concept's a big one um, that you, they hit on the head with Amazon as well, because you, you have a, a full audience of people ready to buy. And, and if, if, if anyone, you know, out there is thinking of starting a product business, um, I, I definitely recommend getting some, you know, getting some savvy on Amazon and, and, and try and, and getting in there for sure with the FBA to get the, get your warehousing in. It, it handles a lot of stuff for you. Um, you, you definitely want to build up the, your website community and whatnot, you know, being on a third party marketplace, you know, there's always, there's a lack of control on a lot of things there. And, 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 you know, it's, they, they own the thing. So, um, you know, it, it takes a little bit away from, from your, your ability to, to, to get your branding and your messaging and all that. But, um, great place to just start off and, and see if your idea, you know, is, if there's a market for your idea, you know, even if you start with a, with a hundred units, you know, if you create something, you know, throw it into Amazon and, and you'll have traffic to it guaranteed, you know, and you can really see, um, whether you want to scale it up or whether you should, you know, pivot or, or try a new product or something. That's great advice. So what is something unique <clears throat> that, uh, no one knows about you, one of your products or your business, and how would you say it makes you different, um, in your industry? Um, obviously the fact that you guys plant 10 trees is something a little bit more well-known. So I was just wondering if there's anything that's less known that you feel really differentiates you guys. Um, you know, like, I, like I have my, my own thing and the tree tribe has, you know, its own uniqueness. I, but like with tree tribe, uh, I, I've really, you know, uh, you know, and us together as a team, we really try to, to be different and, and be that different company that, you know, uh, I feel like we're on the on the base of a trend here of you know uh, of not only giving back the social enterprise movement but also eco friendly materials uh, and like the the really unique thing about Tree Tribe is that um, we're dedicated to having all of our products um, always be eco friendly materials uh, which has been a challenge you know there there's some cool products that we've wanted to do but we just you know haven't found like an eco friendly alternative and this is something we won't budge on so um, it's the combination of 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 all eco-friendly materials always giving back 10 trees uh or to, uh, to the earth you know 10 trees planted on every sale um and just really celebrating nature like it's just I, I feel like that combination um is what sets us apart um and one of the things that most people might not know about say a founder of a product business uh you know the some people, some people have known me for a while, kind of knows, but like, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm just, I'm a super minimalist. One of the most you know, minimalist that, that I could think of because I, uh, you know, so I live, I have two, two backpacks, like small, like book bags of possessions. That's all I own. Um, I, I don't really buy things. So it's kind of ironic to have a product business, um, which, but I don't, you know, I don't really 
purchase much things. So I don't, I, I, it's hard just to, to predict buying behavior and stuff like that. Um, but the whole reason for tree tribe is because I, I, you know, we do need things. We do buy things. And it's like, you know, especially in the United States, we buy in excess, but you know, at least we can maybe if if all these things are eco-friendly and we're giving back, then I I think everything balances out there. So, um, yeah, I guess that's, that's one of the uniques is this is like, you know, being, being the minimalist and, you know, you know, I'm the type of person that I don't, you know, I mean, I went a year without, without shampooing or, you know, spend spend weeks with shower in the ocean, like really just super, you know, close to the earth. But at the same time, uh, on the flip side, I, I had to develop this, uh, this business savvy to, to be able to, to launch these ideas into the world. Without a doubt. It's, um, it's interesting. The, the, it's, it's a journey and I'm sure five years ago when you were living in New York or maybe before that, seeing where you are now, I'm sure you had no idea what it would turn into. So I wanted to ask you, you, you touched a little bit on this on the manufacturing aspect and the sustainability. Uh, I wanted to ask a little bit more on how you went about sourcing your manufacturing and making sure that it was in a sustainable manner so that, like you said earlier, all the product that you're offering is eco-friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, in, in me being, you know, I like to connect with people. So I, um, when we finally, when we settled on a supplier, like for the bamboo sunglasses, um, I went and visited our supplier and met people and, um, you know, pretty much to try to develop the relationship and, and make sure that, um, you know, we weren't having contributing to sweatshops or anything like that. Um, so like, uh, I was very, I was very happy and satisfied. So I was like, okay, um, let's do this. Let's go in business. Um, and, it kind of the whole traveling thing kicked off a new uh, idea, which tree tribes now to be, um, you know, we want to, we plant trees all over the world, but we also want to source products from all over the world. Um, because it's just opened up so many eyes, uh, opened up my eyes so much just to, by traveling and integrating with other cultures, like just how like open and friendly people are all around the world. And, um, you know, being able to, uh, you know, just connect with them and, 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 you know, make products with them and, and, and give employment and stuff like that. You know, um, I think that's kind of a, that's grown into like a, a big part of our whole global vision to, you know, kind of bring the world closer to coexisting. Definitely. Definitely. I totally understand that. Um, along this journey, did you ever have any mentors that helped you personally get to the point in launching and running Tree Tribe or even just in the business from when you started to now? Uh, yeah, well, w- with mentors, uh, I first want to say that I, mentors is an amazing concept and I think everyone should should seek mentorship. Um, <clears throat> I, I've had mentors in the past, but I, I, I haven't had a recent like in the last few years, I don't think I've had like a go-to mentors where I can uh, ask a lot of these questions and stuff or kind of regrettably. So, um, a lot, a lot of times I tend to just kind of try to do things myself too much. That, that's a, maybe a little bit of a fault. Um, but in lieu of a mentor, um, you know, I've been a part of this, um, digital nomad community slash location entrepreneur community. I mean, there's a few words for it, but pretty much, 
um, people uh, people like me that just um, you know we we want to live in different places and travel and, and, and build businesses and make changes and stuff. So having that community um, is like just having a gang of mentors in all kinds of different areas because um, you know you know, part of the benefits of say living in Thailand is that the cost of living is, is very low. So it allows me to focus uh, more on business. Uh, and like with, with tree tribe, you know, we're still young, we're not even two years old barely. And, um, you know, and a product business is really hard to scale. It takes capital. So we, we, we don't even take a salary. I mean, we've, we've, we've taken a couple small bonuses just to, just to kind of get the feeling like, Oh yeah, this is a business. We, we need to make money here. Um, but, um, really living in a low cost of living areas, um, allows you to do that, you know? So, um, a lot of people kind of resonate with that. And so we're just focused, you know, we're not on holiday. Uh, we're just like, you know, focused on building our business and sharing information and finding ways to level up. Um, so, you know, it's, you end up just having these great conversations, you know, you're, you meet someone, Hey, do you, do you know anyone who's, who's, who knows about Instagram? Hey, do you know anyone good at copywriting or something? And then, you know, you just meet for coffee, you trade some stories, you know, you share skills and, and you really learn a lot of good resources like that. So I think, um, my, uh, my mentor, I think, would have to be like the collective community that I've, that I've surrounded myself in the last couple of years. What would you say has been one of the hardest parts about building Tree Tribe? Uh, <clears throat> definitely capital. Um, with, uh, uh, with a product business, um, if we're just always running into capital issues because every time, you know, when you want to launch a new product, you got to come up with the funds to get it to market. Um, Hopefully you're you're right, and people will um, people resonate with it and dig the product and and, and purchase. Um, if you're wrong, you're sitting on inventory that you paid for. Um, so you know, and I have you know we have so many product ideas, and we have some really cool stuff that I hope is going to be coming out this summer. Uh, we're really starting to to work more with interesting eco-friendly materials that people have never heard of and really bring more awareness to that. So all of this stuff takes money. Um, we, we started looking for, for investments last year. You know, I made a pitch deck. We talked to some investors, but uh, we really didn't come to terms on anything. So then we kind of shook that and like, okay, let's just keep growing the business organically. Um, and now we're at the point where we're, we're also, you know, we're looking at maybe trying to do some type of crowdfunding campaign or something um, I mean, we're, we're like steadily growing, but at a, a, a pace that's so much slower than the vision and, and where we want to be and, and, and what we could be, you know, like I, I have all these ideas and, and you know, we have the, the skills to execute on them, but we just don't have the money to, to get things going. So that's the number one challenge. And that, I'm sure that's common with any product business, uh, something we're still trying to, trying to figure out. Capital is a, such an important part of starting a business and especially in the early days when you might not be as um, skilled in the use of your money. Um, not yeah. you specifically, but proverbial like you in business. Like for us, like we've made so many mistakes where we could have saved money. And a lot of it okay. goes in relation to marketing. You know, there's so many things where you're like, oh, this could really work. And you get excited by the idea of the potential 
that it could bring you, and then you do it, and you're like, maybe that was not the best way to spend that money. <laughs> yeah, you know, you live and learn. It, and what I will will say with one with one hundred percent certainty is that if you start a business, there is a one hundred percent chance that you're going to make mistakes. That's just part of the game, and that's how we gain experience. Um, and that's why you know it's important to to learn and work from people that have experience. Which going back to the mentor concept, you know, like. Uh, if I had a, a mentor, you know, in the fashion business or the product business, you know, I had some people in the product business, so I avoided some mistakes. But, um, you know, if I had someone who had built like an apparel company, like I could have saved so many mistakes, man. So um, I feel like in that, you just hopefully you just don't make any fatal fatal errors. That that is for sure, and that that leads me perfectly to my next question of asking you what some of your biggest mistakes are that you guys have made with Tree Tribe. Yeah, well, there's you know mistakes are made all the time. Uh, the you know the the biggest one I guess that stand out is um is is ordering ordering too much of a product before testing the markets, um, and you know not I guess like also like researching low cost ways to bring more products to market. So you know rather than uh, like a key example. So rather than finding someone that makes, uh, you're right, I'm finding a clothing supplier and uh, if you're doing t-shirts, rather than finding a clothing supplier where, you know, you, you make some tailored shirts that fit you perfectly. Oh, these are going to be great. Uh, you know, and pick your materials, hemp and bamboo, obviously choices for us. But yeah. like, uh, you, know, you know, working on a large scale, like, you know, rather than ordering like a thousand, you know, perfectly cut shirts or something like that, that you, you know, perfectly tailored in all dimensions and everything, hundred percent customized, you know, there's options out there to where you can order, uh, you know, great fitting shirts, um, you know, still out of, you know, whatever materials you want. Um, you pay more, but you can order a lot less and, and test your market and get that going. So that's that's one of the mistakes we made. We we ordered like a ton of these bamboo shirts, um, and it kind of like it, it sidestepped us from our um, you know from being able to invest in other products. And you know we still haven't finished the production on them. And you know it's it, it's kind of a it's it, it was a, it was a stupid mistake for uh, a company that doesn't have funds to mess around with. So it kind of slowed our our progress on, on, on growing our clothing and some of our other products, uh, you know, as well. So, um, I guess the key, the key mistake and lesson, you know, is, is not over committing, uh, especially when you don't have the capital to do it, but, um, finding, finding creative ways to, um, get products to market at the lowest price possible so you can test it. And then if things take off, then you can go on and order those larger quantities and, and, save on your bulk discounts what would you say is your greatest fear and how do you manage it in regards to tree tribe um it's i i don't i guess i don't i don't really think about fear too much or or negative emotions i i always you know i believe you really you manifest your thought uh it's called i've heard your your reality is a manifestation of your thoughts, right. um, so I I always try to think positively and, and I'm always moving forward. Um, but the the one fear um, that I really have is that 
is that is that tree is that I can't execute tree tribes full that I can't bring tree tribe to fruition um, because I, I I have such you know a grand vision that 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 has grown over time you know as I've brought on you know partners in the team and they've contributed and stuff like we we really have this this big vision that 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 tree tribe is unique and can really change the landscape of of, of, of business and fashion, you know, like we want to make cool eco-friendly products, uh, and make that the, you know, the standard. So, so that whenever you buy something, it is eco-friendly and it's not like, you know, it doesn't have a bunch of pesticides or, you know, um, you know, animal products or whatever, you know, all these different things. Like we, we really want to try, we want to get people to connect back to nature on a stronger level. And I think that's more important as, you know, we get more glued to technology and smartphones. So uh, in in the grand scheme, like we really want to make, to help make eco-friendly materials uh, the standard. And so that other companies adopt this and new companies see the success of it and and focus on that. Um, And and at the same time, other side of coin is the social cause uh, part, you know, like, uh, I think I, I, I'm just imagine a world where every business gave back in some way, you know, and it doesn't have to be financially or monetarily. It's even just like, you know, um, different uh, employment methods or, you know, the, the way, uh, you know, just causes that you you help, you know, or just giving back and anything, you know, like we we're all about the earth. That's our chosen, um, you know cause you know but like people with animals or you know just their people in need you know different things like i think social enterprise it could could really kind of save the world you know and bring us closer to uh you know just a, a semi-utopian happy society where you know we're not polluted and 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 everything's good and people are positive like because you know by companies doing that i think it spreads positive energy just by seeing mission like oh they're doing good that's cool i want to do something good or that makes me feel good you know and it it just i think it breeds more it's contagious so um kind of have this whole grand scheme of where uh tree track could be and the positive impact that it could make on the world and so that my biggest fear would be that um something happens or the company doesn't make it or we just can't reach that you know fast enough um that that would that would kind of be of a bummer not to be able to 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 bring that that whole vision to to fruition. I think um, that's definitely a a really cool perspective on the impact that you can have as a whole as an organization, and just even indirectly um, through just leading by example. Almost, um, I I wanted to ask you what what advice would you give to someone that wanted to start a business, whether it's in the lifestyle world, um, a sustainable business or a, a business focused on making some sort of bigger impact like a Patagonia or a Tom Shoes, what, what advice would you give to that person? Um, the, well, the first advice I'd be is, is set it as a priority. If it's something that you want to do, um, you know, I'm, you know, aside from, you know, tree tribe is my main uh, thing now. Uh, but, you know, uh, on the side, you know, I'm, I'm really, I'm into, 
you know, life hacks and experimenting with different things and, and, and just business and social entrepreneurship in general. Um, but the, the first thing I'll say is that, um, is just setting a morning routine, like, uh, set, uh, you know, whatever the goal is, you know, set, set the routine that like I, one thing, one thing that's found that I've been helpful for me is that, you know, when I wake up in the morning, um, my phone's on airplane mode. And so, uh, nobody can contact me. And so I spend the first hour of my day. Um, right now I spend the first hour of my day writing, but like, um, at any given point, I spend, uh, you know, spend the first hour of the day doing exactly what you want to do towards your goal before you take any inputs in. And if you have more time throughout the day, like go the whole day on it, that's great, you know, but I think just setting the priority and first thing in the morning, like you're, you're going to make your goal happen if you do that. Um, and as far as social enterprise, um, I've given a couple talks on it now. Um, and one was at the, the nomad summits, um, couple years last year. Yeah. One year ago. Uh, and then a couple smaller talks, uh, you know, the first one was 230 people, other ones, you know, smaller audiences, but it's something that I'm really trying to, I'm really trying to, to formulate and capture the whole concept of it and, and help, um, new businesses integrate that model and make a case for baking it right into your business model from the start. Um, because I've seen it firsthand with tree tribe and, you know, um, just on, uh, you know, on a life aspect, it's, it's awesome when you, you can do something good and people appreciate that. And we get a lot of like positive reviews and emails and people, you know, that good feeling transfers over to them. And cause, cause they're, you know, I, I didn't plant 80,000 trees, you know, uh, tree tribe didn't, you know, necessarily, we didn't plant 80,000 trees, our customers did, you know, so it's, you know, rightfully so they, they, they should be feel good about that, you know, so, um, you know, a lot of people would say that like, yeah, you know, I don't have any money though. How can I be given to charity? Let me wait till, you know, I make a lot of money or something, but you know, I'm making the case to put it in straight away, uh, because it, it helps your, it helps your brand grow faster. Um, and it can help you, uh, generate more sales, you know, on, on the business side of things. So, um, I'm trying to make the whole case for that. Um, but you know, all I can say right now is that it's definitely worth it. Um, and find something, there's all kinds of organizations that would love to partner, uh, with your business. Um, you know, we have four different tree planting partners. Um, and you know, there's, you know, there's schools, you know, you could, you could build you know, pencils for promise. You can build schools. Um, a good starting point might be uh, Patagonia's uh, foundation called 1% for the Planet. Um, that's just 1% of your sales. goes to your different earth charities and stuff. Um, we chose trees because um, we wanted a more tangible uh, give back um, cause. And also trees are like my favorite thing in the world. And I just think they're like a symbol for health. So, um, yeah, the, the whole <laughs> whole summary uh yeah to, to to give advice on that is just um prioritize and um you know just jump in and you know if you've got a cause that you care about find what you're passionate about and just reach out to to charities that that work with that and tell them your ideas you know like hey i'm thinking about this starting this business you know whatever it is whether it's a, a book or you know if you make a music uh album or if you make a product you know just hey we have to do this product and you know what's your um your corporate partnership, you know, situation, how much would it cost to do this? Uh, and then you just look at it and, and bake it right into your margin there. 
Yeah, I, I, um, I think it's an important thing to consider when you're starting a business. Um, definitely what sort of impact you want to make in the long term. You have the choice. Yeah, you yeah, do. It's, uh, and, and, and businesses are, are what, you know, makes changes in the world, you know, like uh, everything you look around, everything that you see that exists was created by, you know, someone, um, you know, so it's like you, you have a chance to make that impact and, you know, you also, you know, you have a, 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 a really good opportunity to make an impact on the world, you know. I, I, I agree exactly. Like I, I think of it exactly the same way. Like when I was a kid and I always thought about when I first started thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, I would look around me and be like, everything around me has been thought of by someone. <laughs> so I yeah. want to do that with something and have that, you know, have someone have that exact same thought around whatever it is that I create. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, and we're all, you know, we're all humans, you know, like everybody has that opportunity. It's just a matter of, of putting in the work and, you know, prioritizing things. So true. So true. So, uh, yeah, well, one, I want to say one other thing about the, the social enterprise thing too, before, before I, I lose track on it, but like uh, another, uh, one of the key things about it and related to business is it helps you connect with the, the people and the audience that you want to connect with. Like, so I've met so many cool, just in life and business, like our, you know, our, you know, our Instagram feed is, you know, we, it's, it's a lot of people that, that are, are tagging us and, and, you know, posting pictures for us and stuff like that. And they're all doing these like outdoor adventures and kayaking and climbing and stuff. And like, that's what like I'm all about. So uh, it's, you know, it's kind of cool to like, you know, manifest like what you're about and then project that. And then, you know, with the social cause of the planting trees, it takes it to another level. And it's really, it helps you know, make these fulfilling connections, both with your, your customers and just like people you meet along the way, you know, uh, I mean, just like you and like, you know, you know, um, I listened to your podcast, Ty from hidden collective uh, yeah. the other day and man, what a fun dude to talk to, huh? He's just, he's, he's a positive dude, man. Really cool. So, um, it, you know, I've, I've spoke with him on the, on the phone a few times and, you know, we're, we're, we're partnered with them on their site. Um, and just, uh, him, him reaching, he reached out to us and like just creating this entity to where people that you vibe with, like just talking to, to him on the phone. I was like, Oh dude, like we got to hang out. We got to go, we got to go for a hike or something, you know, like you, you, really you put your, you put the energy out there and then it comes back to you, you know? So I, I think that's a really important concept. It's, it's one of the best and my favorite parts about these kinds of businesses. Um, you attract people who are like you and getting to know you and other founders of other companies like hidden collective, it, you're just like, Oh, this is, this is, it, it reaffirms why you're doing it. And it's, it's fun. It gets you excited. We are like, you're building new connections and new real relationships with people who also agree and believe what you believe. And it's, it's just fun. <laughs> it's really oh, what dude, it boils it's awesome. down to. It, and it's like, like, like ready Eddie, you know, like what, a, what a great concept. Like I love, I love your concept. Like, and when I first, um, you know, when I first found you guys, uh, you know, just by looking at your site and, and the words and like what you actually do, um, you know, and like helping like outdoor startups get discovered and like hooking these products up with the audience. And it's all outdoors. Like I can just tell I'm like, man, I, I dig the guys that are doing this, you know, like I could already tell, like it'd be like without, without even meeting you or, you know, your, 
uh, you, your, your co-founders, you know, your, your team or anything. Like, I know that like, if, uh, if, you know, if I was in New York, I'm like, Hey, what, what, what are you guys doing? Let's go for a hike or, you know, let's do a weekend camping trip. I already know it would just be awesome. You know, like, yeah. it's just like you vibe with people that, that are into it, you know, and especially the outdoor space, you know, I mean, the outdoor community is just, to me, it's such a, a magical thing. And it's, it's, it's why I, I chose it because it's, it's really like my favorite community. You know, it's just fun, active, healthy, appreciating nature, um, you know, good people. Yeah. It's like a family. <laughs> it's really the best way totally. to describe it. You family know, of the earth. It really is. Like, I'm so happy that skiing got me into this because my, like I look at my bet, like people who I'm closest with and all of them I've met through like most of them I've met through skiing or some sort of outdoor activity. You know? oh, right on. Like it's, it's amazing. Like all these different relationships that you, that you build. Um, yeah. But I, I wanted to also ask, you touched on this a little bit. Um, where do you see tree tribe going in the next year or five years? And if you've thought about it, maybe 10 years down the road. Um, yeah, honestly, I like 10 years. I, I had, I barely think about that far ahead. Like, um, I mean, I'm entrenched, like right now it's like, I have a, a written one to three year plan, uh, for it, but, um, in, in the, in the next year, within the next year. So, you know, we're gearing up for that big hundred thousand trees planted milestone. Um, that'll be huge. Uh, anticipate hopefully over the summer, things go well, uh, some point this year. Um, we have a bunch of, uh, new interesting materials uh that we're kind of working with and developing um and you know i want to say if uh you know if anybody's interested in those i mean so there's like materials like i'm just gonna throw a couple random ones out there um but like pineapple leather um soy paper fabric spider silk uh different leaf leathers um you know there's there's uh, corn starch. Um, I think they're already making like like corn starch can be used to make reusable plastic bags and stuff. Um, there's all these interesting eco-friendly materials out there that are made from either waste or just completely natural, um, and it's it's kind of on the rise now to where there's companies finding ways to produce products with them. Um, and yeah, they're typically they're going to be more expensive than plastic. You know, that's just uh, the nature. Um, but they're, they're, they're really great and they're, they're, they're starting to be made into to high quality materials. And these are the things that, um, that we're really trying to work with and trying to, trying to set us ourselves apart and be part of the driving force to be like, be like, Hey, did you know you can make, you know, leather out of leaves that were just going to be burned or composted back in the ground or something or were waste or whatever. So that's, our like uh, big kind of next goal within like uh, I think the next year or so on that um, next uh, three years uh, I really want to get I want to get a physical space set up to where we can have you know a cool you know woodsy vibe and, and, and have a home base with a with a larger team um, right now it's like you know we're still small and there, there's a million things to do on, on, a, on a, any company level but you know, starting off, it just, it, it, there's so much work to do that, um, you know, so many ideas go unexecuted because there's just not enough manpower. So, so building a team up, 
Um, and then I really want to um, um, do more for the social uh, enterprise movement. You know, like uh, I, I'd like to 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 give more talks, to help more people, um, and um, you know, maybe do some kind of project, like workshops or books or something, to to really help bring that movement. So um, as the Tree Tribe journey continues, you know, that'll that'll feed the the social. Um, entrepreneur uh, journey um, that I want to help with people. Um, so, you know, and, and just inspire other businesses. You know, we've, there's a couple uh, people that, that I've met in person that told me that they plant trees on their business now because they, you know, they, they heard about what I was doing or they saw a talk and I was like, oh man, that's so cool. So like literally making that, um, that direct, you know, positive impact. Um, so that's part of big, uh, you know, tree tribe within three years, get that, get that whole, you know, be a, a larger, you know, successful company, a lot of cool, everything's eco-friendly on the site, a lot of different products, um, and, 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 and be able to, to, to offer that to, to the world. So I guess that's like the goal for the next three years, you know? Um, and then long-term I hadn't really thought too much about that, but, um, you know, we have, we really want to make like a huge change and be, be like an industry leader and kind of, you know, as the, um, the eco and sustainable, uh, materials trend continues, you know, uh, we'd like to be a driving force in that and, and, and be essentially be a case study of why, uh, we should be going this route, um, you know, for, for a healthier planet, uh, but also for, for good business. What would you say is the best part about running tree tribe? The man, there's there's a lot of cool things, but it, uh, I, I think it, I think the connection is is the best part for this because I'd started businesses before that um, you know didn't have like the social cause is a big thing, you know, like that's a big one. But I I had started a business like that before, and I you know I I, I pretty much I I've done a handful of businesses before, but I never connected with with fellow people. Um, or the planets uh, on such a deeper level as tree tribe. Um, so that's the coolest thing. Like, you know, I, I, I read like, you know, every, every review that comes on, you know, in the internet, um, any email submitted to the website, you know, I, most things, you know, uh, you know, I have, we have a lot of support, uh, customer support, Victoria, you know, she, she's awesome. And, you know, but I was doing, I was doing that at the start. So, you know, it's connecting to, to customers, like I was connected to everybody in the business, but like, you know, like now it's like just anytime I see, you know, when I see someone like, you know, write a review that like acknowledges like, Oh, you know, it would like, like acknowledges that there's no plastic in our packaging. Um, you know, just that's a little detail that I specifically, you know, you know, typically when you, when you buy products, you know, there's a plastic sleeve or something on that. And like with sunglasses, it'd be typical to put in a plastic seed sleeve and then have your pouch and in the case, but like, you know, rather do that, we put the glasses just right in the pouch and then in the case and in the, uh, the recycled paper box. So no plastic. So when someone acknowledges those minor details, that really makes me feel good because like, it's like, I'm cause cause they, they get it, you know, like they're like, I, I really like that they get it that like, you know, the, the, we don't need like all this excess waste products and stuff like that. So 
you know, just little things like that. And, and when people, you know, vibe with the, the mission and the trees planted and, you know, want to do a collaboration and want to connect, like it's just, you know, it, it's, it's just a, it's a booming of positive energy anytime. It's a, it's a, it's a positive feedback loop on that. And like just having that and getting those, it, it makes, that's what really drives me to, you know, to work <laughs> the same hour. I, I mean, I work a ton, but just working and working to, to, to bring this, this, mission to life and bring the vision because, um, you know, it, 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 I, I believe it is spreading positive energy and makes people happy. So like, I want to continue that and grow that to a larger scale. So to me, that's just the best, just the connection with people, you know, collaborators, team, employees, everything, you know, like people that vibe with, with what you're doing and believe in, in the same thing and want to, want to help make the earth a better place. I couldn't agree more. I think uh, what you guys are doing is pretty incredible and pretty awesome. And I mean, I'm I'm so excited to see what you guys do in the future. Um, for for anyone that's listening to this episode, uh, we're actually going to be doing a giveaway with Tree Tribe uh, between May 9th and May 23rd. So if you want to head over to ReadyEddy.com, you can enter for your chance to win a pair of sunglasses and water bottle from tree tribe but in addition to that joe i want to ask if listeners want to keep tabs on what you guys are doing and follow along with all of the um, new products that you guys are going to be introducing where, where's the best place for them to do that yeah and i would love that you know we we're uh, we're, we're trying to build a community um and and we just you know we want to spread the love um tree tribe.com um you can go there at the bottom of the site. You could subscribe to our, our email newsletter, join the tribe. Um, and then there's links to our social there, our Facebook, our Instagram. Uh, we mostly hang out on Instagram at tree tribe style. Um, but, uh, yeah, tree tribe.com at the bottom of the site there on any page. Um, if you sign up on our email, that's, that's where we always do our product launches and everything. And we hook up discounts kind of like you guys do like here's a new product, here's discount, check it out, get some feedback. Um, and then, you know, if, if you're, if you're, if you're in the tribe, if you got some stuff, you know, we'd love, you know, or even if you just like hiking and stuff, tag us on Instagram at tree tribe style. Um, we really just want to get this, uh, community going bigger and, um, even just a simple, you know, like or a follow really, really helps us a lot, you know, and, and I'm appreciative of, of everyone in our community and the support because, um, I, I really have big plans for the company and, I really want to, to, to bring, um, you know, eco-friendly and sustainable materials as the standard. Uh, and just, uh, you know, anyone who, who doesn't even have to buy anything, you know, just, just supporting with the, with the social media and stuff. I mean, this is all, this all helps us get to our, you know, planting 80,000 trees in 11 countries right now. Like we want to, we want to get to those millions, you know, we want to just like do really cool big projects and urban planting and, you know, plant fruit trees and, and poor neighborhoods where people can't eat. And like, there's so many, so much potential. And, and I just, uh, you know, it, 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 it takes, uh, it takes a community to, to make things happen. So, you know, I just, uh, um, appreciate, appreciate anyone, you know, listening and just, just hanging out. Like, uh, thank you. Yeah, Joe, it was, it was really a blast getting to know you and, and tree tribe. And, um, with that, I'm excited to see what you guys do in the future. And, uh, Thanks so much again for coming on, on, on the show. Cool, cool. Yeah, thank you, man. Uh, and then one other one I would throw out, too, is um, if anybody, if any listeners, uh, you know, aspiring entrepreneurs, 
Um, or if you if you're trying to start, if you haven't even want to start a social enterprise, a business that gives back, um, I. Uh, I, I try to help people on that, and I like to hear from people starting out so I can see what kind of what common questions and pitfalls you have. So um, if anyone's uh, trying to start a social enterprise, a business that gives back, you can reach out to me personally uh, if you have any questions, uh, joe at treetribe.com, and uh, just happy to help with any questions or jump on a quick call or something like that. Definitely, Joe. Uh, we definitely appreciate it, and um, it was really a blast. Awesome, man. Thanks. Yeah, it's fun, fun rapping with you. Hey, Ready Any Podcast listeners. If you enjoyed today's episode, then I would be incredibly appreciative if you could log on to iTunes and leave us a quick review. This really helps us get noticed by other podcast listeners like yourself. And if you know anyone that would benefit from this episode, then please share it along. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Red Yeti Podcast. I'll catch you next week.